0: Hello, and welcome to the Just Bible No Fluff podcast. My name is Katie, and here it's all about the unfiltered Bible without any extras. Join me for a focused journey through faith, uncovering the truths that truly matter. Today, we are going to be uncovering some biblical truths from the book of Psalms, chapter 96. So grab your Bibles and let's dive in. The text reads, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord glory. Do his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens be glad. Let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the field exult and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord, for he comes, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. So now let's talk about this beautiful hymn of thanks. So let's zoom out. This song was written by David. And if you want to know more about the background of this psalm that he wrote, we're actually going to start in 1 Chronicles chapter 15. I'm not going to read it today, but in 1 Chronicles 15, it's the story about how David courageously brought the Ark of the Covenant to Jerusalem. And then in 1 Chronicles chapter 16, we see the story of David putting the Ark of the Covenant in the tent and then offering a burnt offering. Now, at that point, he then sings this song of thanks, and we find that in First Chronicles 16, 8-36, and it is the same. So, in this chapter, we're going to go through and find some biblical truths. So, let's start in verse 1. In verse 1, it says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Let's pause there. A new song. That to me makes me think that there was an old song, but we have something new to sing to Jesus. What would that old song be? That old song would be the way our life was before we had Jesus and the Lord in our life. Jesus gives us a new song. And it continues in verse one. It says, sing to the Lord all the earth. So this is not just the places we expect to sing about the Lord or tell people about the Lord. This is everywhere. Everywhere needs to know about God. Everyone needs to know. And then in verse two, it says, sing to the Lord, bless his name. Bless. This is praise. This is honor. This is this is honoring and praising God. Are we doing that? In verse 2 continues, it a tell of his salvation from day to day. What is the salvation? Jesus' sacrifice for us. Are we telling about his salvation every day from day to day, not missing a day? In verse 3, it says, declare his glory among the nations. Declare meaning This is public knowledge. Everyone knows about it. Are we declaring his glory? Now, this doesn't mean that we just sometimes mention that we're Christian or that we believe in God. This is declaring it, saying, I believe this, and being excited about it. Are we excited about it? Are we declaring God? But not just declaring his glory to people we know, but among the nations, everyone. And then verse 3 continues and it says, among the nations in his marvelous works among all people. The works, that's his unwavering, loving plan of redemption for us and for the other people that we're telling them about. In verse 4, it says, for great is the Lord and greatly to be praised he is great in verse 4 it continues and says he is to be feared above all gods now that gods is a little g it's the idols verse 5 for all the gods little g of the peoples are worthless worthless idols So, nothing is more important than God. The things that we are deeming more important than God are idols. They're little g gods in our lives. And there's nothing more important than God. Verse 5 says, But the Lord made the heavens. So, he's showing that nothing is more important. And then he's saying, Why? Because the Lord made the heavens. He made us. So we should deem him as the most important. In verse 6, it says, Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are his sanctuary. These are absolutely beautiful, powerful words. Splendor, majesty, strength, beauty. All these are attributed to God. In verse 7, it says, ascribe to the Lord. Ascribe meaning give. Give to the Lord. Now, what does verse 7 say? Families of the people. Are we bringing our families to God? What does verse 7 also say? It says, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Are we giving God the glory and strength that he deserves? Verse 8, what else do we have to do? Ascribe to the Lord. That means give to the Lord. Glory due to his name. The glory we just saw in verse 7, we see is due to him. We owe it to him. In verse 8, it continues, bringing an offering and coming to his courts. What offering? This kind of alludes back to verse 1, the new song. We're putting away the old and putting. We're putting away the old and bringing on the new in our life, the new song. Verse 9 says, worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Now, splendor of holiness is otherwise known as like holy attire. This is kind of presenting ourselves holy to God, not just in our attitude, but in our dress. Like, are we putting on the right attitude? Attitude toward God? Are we putting on the right clothing when we worship God? When we worship God, this is serious. This should be something we take so seriously with our walks with God. Are we thinking about getting our minds right before we worship God? Are we thinking about wearing appropriate clothing to worship God? Verse nine continues, tremble before him all the earth. Why tremble? Because he is so powerful. He is all and we are to worship him. Verse 10 says, say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Among the nations. This goes back to verse three. We're supposed to tell everyone. Are we doing that? Are we even telling one person? Are we declaring it? And what are we supposed to tell them? The Lord reigns. God is king. He's king in my life. Are we showing that God is over everything in our life and there's nothing more important to him than him and sharing that with everyone else and letting them see through our actions that God reigns in our lives. Verse 10 continues. Yes, this world is established. It shall never be moved. He will judge the people with equity. So people, when he's judging the people with equity, equity is like the interest. So he's judging us off of interest. What are the interests? Our sins are basically loans. We're taking out another loan. We're taking out another loan. And eventually it's going to pile, guys. It's going to pile so high that we have nothing left. Like we're in bankruptcy. We need him. We have so much weighing on us because it's our things we're doing. And verse 11, let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice God is good. Verse 11 continues and says, Let the sea roar in all that fills it. So it says, All that fills the land and the sea and the heavens also need to be glad. They need to rejoice. They need to roar. Do we roar for God? Are we so proud of our relationship? with God, that we roar, we tell people, they know. In verse 12, it says, let the field exalt. Are we also exalting? Because it says exalt and everything in it. We're in it. We're in this earth. Are we exalting? Verse 12 continues and then says, they, then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy. Even the trees are singing for joy of God. Even the fields are exulting. Even the seas are roaring. The earth is rejoicing. The heavens are glad. If all of those are doing that, why aren't we? Verse 13, it says, before the Lord and before he comes. So what are all of these doing? They're doing this before the Lord for he's coming. Verse 13 continues and says, for he comes to judge the earth. He is coming to judge the earth. He's coming to collect his interest, the loans that we've taken out. He's coming to collect it. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. So the more loans we're taking out, the more judgment we will receive. Are we taking out too many loans? Are we building up too much because those will turn around and judge us? And we see at the end of verse 13, the people and his faithfulness, the people that are not taking out more loans, the people that are not doing all of the Bad things in the world, the bad choices, the sin. We won't have to have as much judgment. And that's the beauty. That is why we need to praise and exalt God, because He will be fair to those who follow Him and to choose Him. He will be fair to those who also don't choose Him. Are we thinking about how we are living? Are we making our lives a new song? Because we don't have to have that old song anymore. Our life can become a new song. So today, are you letting your life reflect a new song? Are you exalting God? Are you declaring God? That's your challenge this week. I want you to try to find more reasons and more excuses to share about your love of God. It can start small. Share your love of God with a friend or a family member or someone at your church. Start small. Declare that He reigns in your life and that you have a new song. Are you singing? your new song today. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Just Bible No Fluff podcast. New episodes every Monday. Remember, the beauty of the Bible lies in its direct impact on our lives. Stay connected, stay faithful, and keep diving into the unfiltered wisdom of God's Word. Until next time, this is Katie signing off, wishing you a day filled with purpose and faith.